This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Thanks for being with us, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for Kelly and Ramia weekdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv over on AMI-audio at 4 p.m. Eastern. You can also subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it if you did that. Got in there, maybe give us a rating and review while you're in it. Uh, we would absolutely love to know you're taking in the show in segment form, the complete show itself. Today, we have Irene, our director, who does our audio vanity card. You can find that on the end of the full show. Kelly and Rumya podcast. Today, sitting in for Rumya is Grant Hardy. Hey, Kelly. Hey, everyone. Great to be here as we kick off the second hour with a check-in with one of our community reporters. And today, that is Kim Kilpatrick. Uh, she joins us now with news from Ottawa, Ontario. Hey, Kim. Welcome to the program. Hello, Grant. Hello, Kelly. Uh, really nice to talk to you both again. We were both on Thanks, the, we we're all on the World Braille Day panel recently. Yeah, I was gonna say we're we're hearing you everywhere now, which is we're hearing fantastic. us all everywhere, <laughs> all of us. <laughs> well, it's a busy month for you guys, Kim. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of World Braille Days, we've got some uh, events in. Uh, full swing here for content creators coming up. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so I'll just quickly mention these. There's two of them this week, and then the World Braille Days events are kind of over for another year. Um, so on Thursday, there's a writer's panel, and I just want to make sure that our listeners know that Andrew Leland, who wrote that book, The Country of the Blind, uh, recently, and it, I just read it, and it's, uh, to me, it's a really fabulous book about losing vision and kind of the history of blindness in the U.S. I learned a lot from reading that. He's going to be one of the panelists on them on the panel on this Thursday. So even if you're not a really big Braille user, I think you'll find the um, author's panel very interesting. And on Saturday, Grant and I, and as well as Jen Jesso and Wendy Eady are on a panel for content creators. So I'm sure Grant is using Braille right now. I'm kind of using it too. And uh, you know, at, to talk about how we might use Braille when we're creating content. So it'll be a fun discussion, I think. So that's to sort of wrap up World Braille Days. It's quite a long link. I won't read the whole thing, but it's certainly up on the blog. And you need to register separately for each of those events. So I'm, I'm really looking forward. The first one last week was really good. So I'm really looking forward to these two this week, kind of with the arts and uh and Braille, and but not just Braille, just kind of how people do their artistic careers, you know. And I'm sure, Kelly, like we could have had you two to talk about scripts and theater and, you know, all of the things we do artistically that include Braille. Like I couldn't do my storytelling shows and everything without it, I don't think. So oh, no. I think it'll oh, be no. really good. Yeah, it'll be really yeah. good, I think. It's going to be fun. And for the uh, for Saturday, uh as you mentioned, you and I are going to be uh, on a panel, but there are quite a lot of other events, I believe, uh, that folks can also register that are happening throughout the day. Is that correct? Uh, I think or the panel's just... the only thing on the oh, Saturday, okay. but well, yeah. So there's three. There were three panels and or three events, and two of them are this week. So gotcha, there's also gotcha. the the, right, the right event back. for kids, which is kind of all month long. That's a separate one, but uh, the ones for adults are this week. The, the remaining two. So excited Perfect. about that. 
And people must love this because of the access. And I think we all like to hear about things. No one wants to be preached at about something or pushed into, here, try it out, try it out. I think it's always best when you have panel because someone on there will say something that reaches you guys. I, I think that's Absolutely. really always the way. And it's not forceful. No, and yeah. it's it's all about how we what tools we have in the box, and that's what we all said during the the other panel that Double Tap had with where we were on, was about you've got these tools in the box, and you use them for different people use them for different things, and got these tools in the box, and so I think it's really important for people to know there are lots of ways of doing the same, you know, doing what we do. Um, yeah, we so love I, options. I'm excited. Exactly. Yeah. yeah what, what what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another person. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with not doing something to quote. And, and the way you might way. use it, it's going to be a different way too, potentially. You might like, Kim, you brought up during our chat with the Double Tap gang, the Braille calendars. And as much as I'm fine yeah. figuring out or doing what I always loved getting my hands on them because of the immediacy, the quickness that yeah, I could find absolutely. that information. Sure, I could pick up the iPhone right now and say, yeah. hey, when's the this and that day? But there's nothing like scrolling down and saying, which day does each of these next five Saturdays fall on? And and being mm -hmm. able to do that yeah. with your finger. So uh, awesome yeah, and, and great, great showcasing this month. I want to talk about SnowGo and SnowGo Assist in the city of Ottawa. So I feel terrible that I bring this up now because I think I jinxed us because we got 20 centimeters of snow on the weekend. Uh, so we didn't wow. have much snow before now. And then all of a sudden we got a big dump of snow. And I was out with my dog this morning and realizing, you know, all the banks at the corners. And I was feeling, you know, the bank between the sidewalk and the road is really high. Like if you had to mm. get over that, that would not be good. So Snow Go and Snow Go Assist are two programs that the city of Ottawa has. And there's a link to them on I gave you for the blog, but also you can call 311 to find out about them. So they partner with community organizations. And if you're a senior over 60 or you have some kind of disability, you can partake in this. So it's um, you can get assistance with snow clearing of your, your snow clearing for your house or, you know, where, where you live. Um, and they sort of partner you with snow clearing people and if you can pay for that you do pay them directly but if you can't there's also snow go assist so if you're under a certain income bracket you can get assistance up to 50 percent uh to to help with the snow clearing so i really think you know when we think of all the different disabilities like blind low vision yes i mean you know but also any kind of mobility disabilities um, I've heard stories of big snow um, situations where the para vehicles cannot get, cannot pull mm -hmm. in to get people, right? Because there, there's a huge, you know, the snowplow comes along and they leave the snow at the end of your driveway. You know, they clear the yeah. street, but there's right now in. this huge thing. They fill you in. So you, if you can't get that yourself, if you have mobility or any kind of disability where it's difficult. And I know blind people do clear snow. But, you know, there could be reasons why it's it's not easy for you to do or when it is 20 centimeters. Like I'm short, so I can't, I don't have to clear my snow, fortunately, because we have like the complex that I live in, That that's part of it. They clear that. But, you know, if I had to clear it, we have to clear it off our balcony, which is just kind of shoveling it down you know but mm -hmm, when i have mm -hmm. to lift it like i'm short i can't lift it up high like up to the to the top so it is something that you know there are many disabilities that make it very difficult to do 
Um, so I think it's really nice to to hear and to know that that's a possibility. Um, and it sort of ties in with the next story, which is please do report um, difficulties with snow um, removal that the city does. So here's the other side of the coin, of course. Mm -hmm. There's your personal snow removal, but then there's the removal that the city does. So for example, this morning I was talking to someone who said she takes the bus and uh, I don't know if she has a disability or not. Like I was just talking to her in the, in the coffee shop and she said, oh, gee, I couldn't even get over the bank to get on the bus, right? And um, if she doesn't, I don't know if she does or doesn't have a disability, but those are the things the city wants to know. So if you cannot get from the bus stop onto the bus because the bank is so high, or if you can't get to a building, like a community building, um, or you can't get along your sidewalk. So I've had times where, you know, there was such a huge bank of snow at the corner that I was afraid. I didn't know Partly I didn't know how to get around it, but also I yeah, sometimes how to you don't find that corner. See you. And That's, can they or see line you, yourself right? up, right? Yeah. How do yep. you line yourself? Sometimes you line yourself up on one side, and you climb over it, and then you have to line yourself up again because you've climbed over it, right? So and can the cars see you if you're all of a sudden emerging from this big bank of snow? Can they actually see you if you're there? Mm. So you should call 311 and report those um to them and say you know, I know at times I've said, I have a disability, I'm blind, like I really need this cleared as soon as possible. I understand there are priorities, but they will prioritize like buildings and sidewalks and places where people tell you, or if it's my bus stop and I said, look, I couldn't even get on the bus because the snowbank was so high between me and the, and the bus. And I do find the last few years, they've really done the sidewalks reasonably quickly um they you know they seem to be trying to understand and again it's shoulders of the road if people that use wheelchairs need the shoulder that's what i'm you know, thinking you yeah need to clear that yeah. shoulder you know you need to get that shoulder done so if it's near your house and you say look I, every day i go to work and i have to go along here and for example near me there's a street with a bike path on either side of the street so they clear sometimes the road, but I was crossing it on the weekend when we had that snow. So you go across, you think it's safe, and all of a sudden there's this big pile between the bike path and the road, and then mm -hmm. between the road and the bike path and then the sidewalk. So you're walking over sort of three snow bikes while you're crossing this one street. So I would say, please clear that bike path, like not just the street lane, but clear that snow bike between that and the bike, like clear that as well, because... I'm climbing over three snow banks to yeah. get across. You need it to be a straight, clear run through. Go ahead, Grant. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah it's, one, it's one of those things where, like, no beating around the bush. Snow can be in, incredibly difficult, I think, especially for a white cane user. I always find that, uh, you know, essentially, no matter how clear the sidewalks and the streets are, the, the snow is, is piled generally in exactly the spots where I think the us uses landmarks. Yes, like, especially absolutely. If you're... Well, and because especially... people put them around poles and stuff, right? Because yeah. And the landmarks know, are person, gone and they know? think the audible yeah. poles are no longer able, you're not able to get to them if you use those. Um, sometimes they have a path that's only wide enough for one person, but it's to find that little hole in the, yeah, exactly. in the bank. Or 
if you're a person who, for example, crosses a little bit away from the, the curb cut, you know, that tends to be exactly uh, where they pile the snow. Uh, really excellent tips. I definitely would encourage people, uh, as you said, use your voice, call, complain, let the city know that it is not easy. Thank you so much for coming on, Kim. Well, thanks for having me. Right. Uh, Good luck Saturday, both of you. Thank you. Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I have to make sure that's in my calendar. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Kim. <laughs> um, lots of great content ahead coming up next on the program on our independent living skills segment with Leanne Barda. We are going to get some tips on how to host a dinner party with vision loss. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.